See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Alright, this podcast is being filmed before a live feline audience. That's right, like always, Destructo the Magic Cat is in with us, <laughs> as in the studio, prowling around, looking what he can destroy, which he will. As yeah. his name implies, Destructo the Cat. They're like two years old now. I mean, I guess at some point, like in a year or so, they're going to be like really mellow and not do much. Cause he's yeah, still a couple active. years. No, they're still pretty active. He's it, pretty it take, active still. And that's fine. I mean, I want six or seven years of them running around being idiots. You know, we got four <laughs> cats. We have three girls and one boy. And the one boy is a runaway freight train. He's a big cat. And he's... A big dope, too. He runs around, and, and he's always playing and being a goof. <laughs> and the sisters are a little bit touchy. They're they're more on the uh, on the um, serious side. You know, they're kind of quiet and serious. And then we have one that's a very... Uh, she's like an angel. That cat's the nicest cat I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but Destructo is the life of the party, and he's in here now as we record. And he's looking at the levels. Hey, but he's who cares? Like, what he's is, going like, hey, I can like. I can ruin that mixer. Level. I can ruin the mixer. That's going to be great. That'll, that'll derail the show for about an hour and a half. That'll make me happy. Anyway, this is Asian Cult Cinema. Formerly Kung Fu Theater. Yeah, we're not going to say that anymore. Because <laughs> who cares? Yeah. We've officially changed it, so we've changed the little... Little logos and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, the show that's dedicated to Asian cult cinema, just bringing you all kinds of wackiness, wackiness from uh, the East. My name is Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, yes. So what did I do to us this what week? What did you do to this us this week? Oh my God, you went you went anime, didn't you? you I gotta do it. Well, you know the thing is, I know I I I would probably do a lot more anime, but I know you hate it. There's some I really love. I love Akira. I love uh, Ghost in the Shell. There's some of the more recent ones. Samurai Champloo I like. Uh, Afro Samurai is really funny. That has a... a, a oh, God. Uh, oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Charlize Theron. Aha, there you go. That's the, that's the gal. To another, <laughs> Thanks. reference to another show. It just yes. hit me right Sam now. Jackson is the voice of the Afro, Afro Samurai. Oh, is he really? Okay. And that one has a familiar tone in that uh you know he's seeking out to be the number one samurai oh, so he's going through and killing all the other ones up, up his way up the ladder and they all have their different things um this one is one of the first ones i saw vampire hunter d was very very popular in the 80s 80s and early 90s anime in america anyway was starting to get some traction oh. um and this one was one that was almost always in the conversation akira and the Ghost in the Shell are, are kind of the big dogs. Fist of the North Star is one that's ultra-violent and bloody. And this one is usually in the conversation as far as pretty good uh, storyline, interesting character. Um, you know, and it's and it's early kind of influenced by like things like The Wizard and some of that stuff where the background has some weird stuff going on. Not to that level. Um, if you've watched the the Wizard from what is it, 1973 or 72? Yeah. Uh, that one is obviously just a, a wizard. Uh, you yeah, know. the Wizard. That one's just a drug induced oddity, but it did influence even some of the anime where things in the background have stuff going on. 
there's some weirdness kind of drawn into it. Uh, so it has a pretty good feel. Um, true to all Asian anime, uh, we are introduced with girl panty vision. Oh, yeah. Very like first scene. There's almost always... Japan loves girls' panties. I mean, there's a love affair with them. And <laughs> you're going to see them. That. Yeah, and so the very first scene, you see a girl in the tiniest little mini skirt with her butt. Her butt. You're watching butt vision, hinder vision is what I call it. And she's running through like a wheat field and she, with her with uh, you know her weapon drawn, and she's running and running and running, and you see a dinosaur, and you're like, what is this now? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And the dinosaur is eating something, and she's shooting it in the neck and the throat. And then she chases it down, and then she goes, come on, hi-ho, Silver. And her horse, Silver, runs up beside her. It's not named Silver. I'm just making fun. Mm-hmm. And she jumps on Luke is the horse's name. And she jumps on Luke, and um, and then you're going to realize that a lot of stuff gets lost in translation. <laughs> uh, but whatever. And uh, and she's running, she's riding up on this thing to, to finish it off. You don't know if it's for meat. You don't know what it's for. And out of the bushes comes a werewolf. And you go, wait, what? And so... So the werewolf flicks her dress, her her, her top down, and and pops the uh, her cross necklace on, cause there's crosses everywhere in this movie. It's vampire. It's vampire stuff. And then and then and then grabs the grabs the um. No wait, what does she do? She shoots it, doesn't she? No, she doesn't. The dinosaur kills the dinosaur. She shoots the dinosaur. It leaps up and kills the horse, then falls down dead. Then a werewolf jumps out uh, and yeah. and takes the cross off. And then he becomes a vampire, right? And then, no, he, he runs off. Then the vampire, uh, the a noble vampire, which is one of the original vampires, pops up. Pops up into in his gigantic form and bites her. And so is this is this girl at the beginning the one that shows up later? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So then she's true. trying to get because I think in this in this mythos or in this in this uh, she she has time before. She's bit by the head noble vampire, but she doesn't become a vampire until they get married or until the blood moon, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, all this weird mythology. They always take this kind of stuff for a walk and just make it do whatever they want. You know, it's... It, it's you don't even know. It, it kind of says in the distant future. So, you know this is set in the future. All the cities are decayed. There's no cities left. It's almost like it's a very Wild West feel, but it's Japanese... But it's future West world Japanese. <laughs> it's a very... It's like a barren, strange... But it's also like old school because there's like a town that looks like a old school town. Old Wild West, you know. Yeah. It, it it takes a lot of stuff for a walk. And and that is one thing that anime does quite a bit is they infuse numerous genre into one. You know, they, yeah. they, they're, they're not... It's a little bit... Because you're drawing it, you don't have to build this world you can really take stuff for a walk, you know, and and they do, which is part of the charm of anime. Love it or hate it, some of that anime is so beautifully drawn and so deep and lush. It's like wow. Now this is early stuff, so it's not like Ghost in the Shell. It's not like uh, Akira, which is just this, yeah. It, it, it's just at this point, it's just a, a cost or I mean a comic book. Oh my god, this cat's tickling my foot. Hold on. <laughs> and that's how Destructo ruins the podcast. Anyway, so yes, that's his namesake. Um, so he's so now she's bit, and you just see her standing on a road, and this dark uh, here our dark hero up appears, and he's he is the atypical Undertaker riding into town or gunslinger riding into town, <laughs> where he's just 
He looks like death personified. And this one is really weirdly drawn where he has a gigantic cape and his sword is this real weird, almost half moon style. And she's like, oh, I'm looking for a hunter. Are you a hunter? And she whips him and grabs hold of his things and he, she's like, you must not be because he doesn't say a word. And at this point, you're like, okay, so he's the silent, dirty Harry type. Yeah, I was going to say he's like a Clint Eastwood type. But, Except but, with a little button nose. Oh, the noses and mouths on these characters are non-existent. You're like, what are you drawing here? Uh, the other thing with anime, I found, they get a style and they just run with <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. If they have, if, if the girls have big boobs, they're going to have the biggest boobs in the world. If the girls have gigantic anime eyes, the eyes are going to take up most of the screen. Like, And they kind of... I think they do that to separate themselves from a from a saturated market. And, uh, there's so many anime now. If you don't do something interesting, see, I can it becomes see why cares. these became popular because I'm sure young men were going like, "Yeah, oh yeah, dude, cartoon girls, I like it." Nude yeah. cartoon girls. Nude usually, cartoon. There's girls. usually a lot more violence and a lot more nudity than this one has. Um, oh yeah, this one was pretty uh, tame. It wasn't bad. There was one boob shot. Lots of pain. Yeah, the cam, but yeah, you know, the but then mostly it was women. just the slaughtering of things, which was which are there. It wasn't for. even that bloody. It was no, just like, no. It was, I mean, it was okay. I mean, it was pretty mainstream. Yeah, I've heard of it. I think there was even a, car, a comic book of Vampire Hunter D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this is, this is this was a franchise. You know, might even still be. There's a even franchise. another one too, Bloodlust. Yeah, Bloodlust, which is, I I I don't like it enough that I would watch and watch the series if there's a whole series like Ghost in the Shell. I watch everything they ever done. I've watched, I mean, even the TV shows. I mean, that's one I really like. You know. Yeah. Um. I and Samurai Samurai Champloo I did that with, and then because uh, that's a that's a very good story, and, and you know, and it got refined as it went along. But uh, you know, so this one here is uh is kind of your mainstream style. All right, we're gonna take a trailer break. We'll be right back with more Vampire Hunter D. The D is for duh. Nobody! In Copenhagen, it was like Black Friday when fabulous Dagmar, every stunning, sensuous inch of her, turned over to her lover and said, I've had enough of this rat race. I'm never coming back. No earth creature born was so exquisite as Dagmar. Leggy, porcelain soft skin, all over luscious, a dedicated artisan at her trade's perfection. And two, her dazzling array of co-workers made Paris second-rate for jet-set swingers. Most astonishing collection of Scandinavian beauties ever. Sensually bold, as torrid as if you were there in the very same bedroom. Dagmar's Hot Pants Incorporated, where other films have yet to dare. Rated X. Tell me, you're not afraid of sex, are you? Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? All of a sudden, I have a, a, a deep appreciation for Dagmar. Hot of, pants. Uh, oh wow, we should, uh, we should do that movie. Yeah, on this show. Yeah, it's very Asian. Asian. Or, no, Swedish cult cinema. Swedish cult cinema coming up next. Yeah, that'll be our next show. Dogmars. <laughs> right afterwards. Yeah, Swedish Luscious cult cinema. Porcelain skin and boobs and other. 
Wow. No. These sad these movies. A friend of mine reminded me at the drive-ins, you'd see an ad for movies like, of course they were European, German, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. She's 17 and anxious. And you know, like, and it wow. was like, banned in 69 countries. You know, it couldn't be 70 or <laughs> 69, so yeah, okay. Whatever. So weird. Oh. Whatever, it was the 70s. Dude. You know, I, I was going through, recently went through all my uh, record collection and kind of culled the herd a little bit. There's, um, I was I, I have a lot, a lot of, uh, of soundtracks. I have a manual soundtrack. Yeah. Remember the manual, you know, and I have, uh, uh, what was the other one? I have, I have a, a, a random um, martial arts soundtrack oh really yeah. martial arts movie soundtrack yeah yeah i have wow. i don't know what it is i have a picture of it i i wanted to send it to you but then i was like eh, without a frame of reference he'll be like what is this dumb picture you got about? him in a section there that i can take a look at him no or? i'm gonna i what i have to redo my record don't get if you're gonna get rid of them give them to me no 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 i'm i'm gonna redo them all but i'm gonna put soundtrack on one oh, yeah, one yeah. slot because it doesn't make sense to have it like rocky here and then you know whatever oh anyway vampire hunter d Okay. So now she's she's hired him on to save because she sews him his neck and he goes, hmm, that's a noble's bite. Uh, I better go kill him because that's what I do. And uh, then we're introduced precocious scamp because they always have a precocious scamp in these movies. That's the daughter's brother, or I mean that's the brother of the girl that got bit. No parents, so it's out. They're out on their own. Um, she later she alludes to the fact that her father was a werewolf hunter. And he got murdered. <laughs> Everybody's a hunter. Everybody's a hunter or something. Monster hunters. But they pull into town, and there's a jerky, like, the mayor's son, yeah. who's like a, a philanthropy, uh, no. Uh, He's a pervert. A pervert. He's, He's pre-rapist. Uh, pre, uh, pre yeah, yeah, exactly. And he pulls her into a thing. He's like, oh, I heard you got bit. And I'm going to tell everyone unless you give it up. And he try, tries to kiss her, and she beats, his, beats him up a little bit, whips him. And then he's like, he comes running out, and he's like, "Oh, everyone in the town, she was bit by a vampire." And then the the kid kind of cries. The and kid's her brother. Yeah, right? kid's her brother. Yeah, and and then the vampire hunter, he's like, you know, part of being a man is you better shut up and just just you know suck it up, b- yeah, buttercup. Right. It's basically I what he I says. Kick your, yeah. yeah. So he so he's basically like, they go before this little crap town's court system, and she's like. We got to put her in a camp, and he's like, the camp hasn't been used in the 50s, or for 50 years, and when it was used, it, it ended horribly. So we're not doing that. And he's like, and he, and then the, that's when the Vampire Hunter D comes up, and he's like, oh, well, don't worry about it, because I'm gonna go kill him. Yeah. And he's like, that's pretty strong words. No one can kill him. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, just so I can out. do it. I can do it. No problem. So then they go back, and now he has kind of like a time frame. He has to go kill him, because if he doesn't kill this guy before the blood moon, here's where it gets like, here we go taking it for a walk then she'll become his, her the the noble's bride and then all's lost for her right. not not for the town town just kind of keeps going you know they have ways of working around this they all have crosses they all have like these electric fences and stuff like that that keeps the, the evil spirits out because there's mutants yeah, there's, there's werewolves there's and there's vampires in this world you know and uh, and then at this point he, we go right to it, man. He just goes to this. He just goes and he runs. That's when he runs into yeah. the mutant guy and yeah. the vampire girl. and the, the daughter. And these are annoying characters. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, we with fake accent. The girl's got like a fake British <sighs> accent too. What was that about? I don't know. I, she started talking. I was like, "What accent is this supposed to be?" <laughs> I don't Golly, know. it was like a. It was <laughs> hey, like a, how are you? Yeah, it was like a Vietnamese girl that grew up in Australia doing a British accent yeah, right. from the Bronx. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, but anyway, right. so she... But the daughter also says, this noble... Sh- this castle just showed up. 
it's rumored that he's between five and ten thousand years old. And that's when the vampire hunter he's like, hmm, that's that's a, that he's a pretty powerful guy. Yeah. So better you know buckle up and get get ready for a fight. While he's sitting there, because the girl also says, I don't have any money, but I'll feed you and I'll give you whatever you want, a.k.a. sex. And then he's like, eh, that's all right. Eh, that's okay, kid. Just put it put it away. I'm, I'm good. And his hand is talking to him. So that's the other thing. He has a face in his hand. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay. And it's, yeah. it's kind of like uh, alter ego personified through a face in his hand. But it's it's really a face in his hand, though. So it's, it's kind of weird. And that's where... You know, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you for a second, but throughout this whole movie, after you're, we're talking about, you're explaining all this. You know what I kept thinking to myself all the way throughout this movie? I wish it was live action. I wish crazy. it was live action. I really wish this was live. And action. that's rare, but it, that this would be a pretty intense movie. Could yeah. be. Um, that the, this relates itself back to the the characters are in that, like I said, Afro Afro Samurai has this weird alter ego that's floating around talking to him, same as that hand. And the samurai champ, Lou, the head guy, or not the head guy, there's two samurais and a girl. The one really good samurai is this character. Doesn't talk for nothing. If he does, it's very polite and and just, leave me alone, I'm only here to kill people. You know. And even then he doesn't get into fights easily, he just gets into fights and kills people, you know. But anyway, so now he's going to the castle... And this mutant and this little this little annoying British vampire daughter of the noble, uh, they're there to stop him, and, and he, he dispatches of them fairly easily, and that's when it's revealed that he's a dampier, which is what the D stands for, and that means he's, a, he's an offspring of a noble and a, and a common human, because they always refer to them as, as below them, they're, they're, humans are of, uh, noble subordinate. Vampire, yeah. A vampire, and a, which is the same as the girl, too. Right. But she treats it differently. Like she pretends she's a noble. Yeah, yeah. Right. She doesn't know that she isn't, or she doesn't she, care that she, she doesn't. Isn't. She doesn't want to talk about it. Right. So he kind of wraps them up and keeps going, and then they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be because the the head, the head noble who's in charge, who's been doing all this stuff, he seems very disinterested or bored. Not a whole hell of a lot. He's been a vampire for eight thousand years. Yeah, and, 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 and so he's like, "Oh, this is awesome. Somebody's coming to kill me finally." Like. Something to do. Something to do. Like he he he's gonna be, he knows he's gonna beat him. Something to do, you know. And that's cool. So I forget how this works out though, because he goes and he's fighting his way through some stuff. But then the oh, then the snake women. The snake one. That's where you see the nudity. Yeah, the off, the women. offspring of Medusa's hair for or you know has this three-headed dragon snake thing. That wraps him up, and they're sucking his life force out of him. But because he is this dampier, he just keeps like regenerating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, and the and the evil and the vampire lord or whatever, he's watching. He's going like, oh, they got the okay, yeah, they got vampire. So he sends video, the right? idiots to go get the girl. Yeah, because he just wants to get the girl, get her washed up, and get her fitted for a new dress for their wedding day. But it's, the other girl, it's in a day, the other know. girl does The other girl wants to be the bride. She's like, hey, you know, I don't want, you know. No, no, she's the daughter. She doesn't want. Oh, she's the she daughter, doesn't, but she, she doesn't really, want it commoner. She really isn't the daughter because she's That's so weird. Yeah, because she's the girl in the beginning that was bitten by the guy, isn't mm-hmm. she? The no, girl no. at the very beginning that... Oh, yeah, no, that's who the that's who they say go get her. Yeah, yeah, that's who's supposed to be the daughter, right? Or no, 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 no. Oh, She's okay. going to be the bride. The The daughter is that weird British girl. Oh, okay. She's the daughter of the noble, and she doesn't want 
a commoner becoming part of her family. So she's praying to this this portrait of Dracula. She keeps saying, oh, Dracula, he's the head vampire of all time. She's like, you have to stop this. I don't want this commoner polluting our, our noble blood. Cause, and, then, and then that's when the dad kind of puts the daughter in place saying, listen, kid, uh, I've I'm, been a noble for 10,000 years. Me having this girl around for 50 years or so before I chuck her to the weeds doesn't mean nothing. And by the way, you were you're a dampier too. You're not noble blood, you know. I you're the offspring of some gal I shacked up with whenever. I don't care. Yeah. And then that's so now it's, it's kind of set. Uh, we'll take one one last trailer break, and then we come back. And we're gonna wrap up Vampire Hunter D. Oh my God, what's gonna happen? Who knows? The D stands for who knows, <laughs> and other lies. Everybody be cool. You be cool. At the Dragon Art Theater, US 441 between Alachua and High Springs. It's behind the theater. A motorcycle track with races this weekend. See the big bikes race at unbelievable speeds. See daring riders compete for prizes and trophies. See riders jump fantastic heights over each other on the exciting motocross track. See it all for just $2 general admission. Motorcycle races sanctioned by American Motorcycle Association. Behind the Dragon Art Theater. Practice at 11. Races start at 1 p.m. Sunday. You gotta give me a ride. I'm way too big to drive to the devil's house. All right, on that wonderful note, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> on that happy note, the finale of uh, the finale. Of so now, you know, now the mutant because there's also the, the the daughter, the the noble daughter also has a sidekick who's a mutant, who is like the punk rock influence. This is the '80s. He has a little bit of spiky hair. He's kind of like the, See, yeah. I thought he might have been the brother. He's just no, he's just a he's a mutant that's just there to kind of mix things up and fight. He's a really good fighter. He has an interesting boomerang blade that he uses. Um, the noble sends the noble realizes because now the guy the guy got away. Uh, Vampire Hunter D gets away. He gets away, and now he he's like, okay, I got to send you. And here's a magic talisman or a, a incense that stops times and really disorients uh, vampires. It really messes them up. And um, and the guy's like, oh, awesome. And then when he's in his when he gets this delivered, he's he's staying in a hotel. The mayor's son is listening in on on a with a like a recording device, and he goes, "Oh, that's cool." So he steals it and replaces it with a different one. So now the son, the mayor's son has this thing that disorients, but the but the punk rock guy doesn't know that. So the punk rock guy goes up to the vampire hunter D, and he's like, "Ha ha!" and he lights his candle, and the vampire hunter D's like, "Ha ha!" and cuts his hand off. He's yeah. like, yeah, hey, try better next time, chump. Then the hand comes to life later. No, that's that, not, that's a not, different hand. Yeah, that's out. his hand. Yeah. yeah. So later, so now he goes in there and he, or no, now he gets like. Oh, you're talking about the Billy Idol looking. Yeah, here. Billy Idol oh, dude. That's Billy the Idol music. Who's the I forgot who was the sidekick of the girl? Was that her brother? Remember the girl had a little. The girl had a. She has two. She has a guy with big glasses as the doctor. The do- no, the other guy. Yeah, the that's the, that's her son. That's I mean, that's her her brother. I mean, yeah. That's what I thought he was a brother. That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, that's a whole different right. guy. So, yeah. and now that we're missing some of this because again, this is like in yeah. the castle, out of the castle, in the castle, out of the castle. This is almost like now the the noble has the 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 the, the daughter the, the 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 girl and she's gonna be his bride. Yep, the bride. And the daughter doesn't want her. The daughter doesn't want her, but tough luck. 
she's there, and he he kind of suspends her, saying, "I'm not going to have you interfering. Just shut, shut up." Um, the the doc. Oh, how they get the the blonde girl is weird. The the doctor comes and says, "Quick, come with me to a hiding place." Puts her in a wagon. He's driving along. He stops her, or then the girl comes up. The like the. Basically, the doctor has been turned evil by the da- the vampire's daughter. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see Boob, because the, the doctor grabs He's like, I should have had you when I was a, when when I could have. He goes in this really weird, dark place. Then the vampire daughter goes, I'm sick of this, and kills him, and throws him off, and takes the girl. Because the vampire daughter's like, look, if you get out of here and just go away, I'll, I'll let you live. You know, mm-hmm. Just get out of here. I just don't want you to be part of my family. I don't really have anything against you. Just get away from me. And that's when then they the henchmen come and grab her and say, like, no, that's not going to be part of the deal. He sent me to get you. So they get the girl. Girl's in the castle now. And the uh, and the daughters, he puts her in this spell. It just says, just get away from me. I'm, I'm getting married. I'm doing this. And that's where he kind of says, shut up. You don't have nothing to do. If I want to do this for 50 years or 100 years, you can have no say about it. I'm the, I'm the dad. Right, right, right. The noble now they also send some beasts to get vampire or D. They kind of beat him up because they ha- they do have the real talisman now, uh, the the incense disorients him. He beats him up. They chop his hand off. He's laying there. The hand, and they leave him lay there. They think he's dead, but he's you can't kill this guy. He, yeah, he's, right. He, he regenerates he, himself. He regenerates. The hand crawl like wakes up. And he's like, oh, well, that's weird, and crawls over and reattaches himself to him. And starts eating dirt to wake himself, wake the guy up. I get get nutrients or whatever. <laughs> and he gets up and he gets away. And he gets back to the castle. Now it's end scene kind of stuff. Yeah, now it's at the wedding. The yeah. girls, the blonde girl's getting ready to be married to the become the bride of Dracula or whatever. Yeah. Oh no, no, it's just the bride of the noble. Because what happens? Bride of the noble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So no, no, no. You oh no, that this is like end scene stuff. They're fighting. But then the 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 the, the daughter wants to stop it. Yeah, of course. And then vampire hunter shows up. Yep, and he's, and, you know, and, and the noble's beating him up a little bit, but he kind of, he finally gets, he gets him and he, he traps him against the wall, and that's when it's kind of revealed that the vampire hunter D is not just anyone. He's the son of, he's a, he's a, a Dampier of Dracula. Right. That's why he's so powerful. He's basically, he's not a vampire, but he's more powerful than any other noble because he is a Dampier of Dracula. Of number one. Right? Of number one. He's the head. He's the head dude. So you know. So he can. He kills people easily. Makes a mess of it. Saves the girl. You know. The yeah. the end. Did, I forgot. Did he kill the the daughter too? Or no. No. He no didn't. She lived. I think. Yeah. The mutant got killed though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got killed. And it's. It was like the story's good. And there was that um, one scene where the I think the daughter throws a knife and it hits the noble vampire in the eye and it pops his eye out. But then the eye he comes just pulls back it out in. and he's just and he puts it back in. He was like, okay, that would have been cool. Yeah, there, there was some gore. Um, there was right. some. Oh, there was a lot of other stuff we didn't talk about. There's ghost dogs, and there's, there's this too weird much, too much stuff. Yeah, and even though even my telling of this is not 100 percent accurate, trust me. There's a lot of there's a lot of go to the castle, get back to the castle, go to the castle, get out of the castle. You're in the thing. He's struggling with 
because she wants to have sex with him. Like the the the, the our our heroine wants yeah. to have sex with Vampire Hunter D, and he's like, I'm not really into and then that. The doctor goes bad for a while. Too. Well, no, he dies. Yeah, the doctor right. dies because he's the one that he's the one that pulls her shirt off to see her expose yeah, yeah. her breast. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no more of the hinder cam. Now yeah. it's time for boobs. Uh, yeah. But anime is a very it's. It, to me, it's a very troubling tale. Uh, I like it, but there's a lot of it that I'm like, ugh. I don't want to. I I I'm very fearful of becoming an anime uh, enthusiast. One of those guys that's that's really into an it. An animaniac. An animaniac. Nice. So I I dabble in it. I there's some that I really like, but for the marg- majority of it, I just kind of push it to the side and say, nah. You know. Um, I even this one you remembered and you liked. I, well, I I watched it once before, but I didn't even remember it. Um, it but it came up. It comes up so often in references and and, and stuff I, know like that. I know there's comics, uh, comic books about mm-hmm. this. I, believe it or not, I used to actually get. Um, there was a there was a big styled anime magazine. Um, that you you got a DVD with each epi- each issue. No, I don't know. I, I was I actually got that for a year. Um. I'm not really a magazine guy. I try to be, but I just can't be. I, I get a magazine that even like Hot Rod or whatever, I'll look through it and I'll just be like, eh. I don't, I don't know. I, there's something with me. I just don't read stuff as much as I should. And so I, I used to get Anime World or whatever the hell, the Anime USA, some name yeah. or something. And uh, it used to give me a DVD every month. With and, a movie on it? Yeah, a movie. Yeah, I have them in there. A little, yeah. And they're kind of cool, but I just can't get into it that much. I, you know, this one's fine. It's not the best example. Um, I was fearful that you wouldn't even watch it. I know you don't like anime at all. No, I watched it. I didn't it. even really want to choose it, but I was like, eh, we can do one every year or whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I yeah. watched it. I mean, like I said, today stuff was happening, so I was kind of like I was watching it with one eye and the other eye <laughs> was watching the news. So, yeah. you know, it was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, wow, that was weird. And I was like, oh, my God. Was like, Maybe know. Vampire Hunter D came through time and killed Castro. I would hope so. With Castro was a noble. That's right. Think about noble. it. Makes sense. Yeah. I can't even say the word I wanted to say on this show. <laughs> I can say it on the other shows. This is PG. This, uh, <laughs> you can listen to the other shows and hear all the nice words that we hmm. use. But on this one, thinking of that, bad guy. If you also like this stuff, make sure that this is a Radio St. Pete exclusive, but we have our own shows on, uh, go to bunchofdorks.com. There you're going to find Slow Robot a Go-Go. Two it's Dimension. All, it's all about movies, B-movie review. Two Dimension Podcast, which is comic books. Comic, that's, I'm, not, I'm not on that one, but I know uh, Doctor Morbius, King Don, uh, Rook, Rook Take Pawn, and uh, and Dallas Houston, Houston Dallas, Dallas Houston, right, Texas. Uh, they do that one, and then we also have one that's defunct now, but it's uh, still it's on, alive. It's on permanent hiatus, but it's ten years back catalog of cursing and anger. That's called Bunch of Dorks. Yeah, the stuff that so. we don't do on this show: <laughs> cursing and anger. And also, uh, if you go to the archive section, or it's Sunday night at 10 p.m. It's the indie circuit. That's me t- uh, playing That's you, play music. random music. This mu- this week I have all kinds of. Uh, I got a whole bunch of new, new. Uh, I got. I contacted. There was a band from Korea that I loved called Midnight Smoke and Drive. The head lead singer she broke off and 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 she started a new band called Die All Right. And um, I got their new. I got their new record. The Gentlemen of Rock. I got their new record. I mean, wow. I got, I'm swimming it, and I got some oddities. Like the yeah, like yeah. the Wendy's rap and some crazy music I or crazy records I found in a pile Ugh. that are weird. Weird. Remember that so show on TNT? One hundred percent weird. So what do you think about this one? What are you going to give this one? 
I'm gonna give it a five. I'll take it. Five, or leave it. take it or leave it. I'm gonna go with like a six five, six point five. I like it a little bit more than you, but I have some experience with this. I knew what I was getting into. Um, I remembered it f- sort of fondly. It wasn't like I was in love with it, but I did remember of it. I remember, you know, hearing about it so much. Um, I mean, when I was a kid, the animated I remember, of course, I was a kid, was uh, Astro Boy, Prince Planet, stuff like Astro that. Astro Boy is a great, that's a great storyline. Uh, great. I mean, I was at there. I was at that museum in uh, in Japan. Uh, who's the, who's the? Who, Tezuka. Yeah, I was, I went, he has a museum there. Wow. He is, he, they have his books from when he was a child in, in, in you know, in Japan. What he was drawing in 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 second grade is better than anything I can even conceive wow. of drawing. Wow. He was one of those guys that was an artist at birth. Wow. And and his and he got better and better and better. You could see it as he grew and as he kept drawing and drawing and drawing. It just got more elaborate, more beautiful, more what amazing. Hmm. You know, and, and there's a lot of those guys that. Oh sure. They have yeah, it. Yeah. They and they have it. Have it. And you're like, wow. You know, sure. Uh, sure. very cool. So yeah, and um, I, I I was trying to find that one with the battleship. What's I can't even remember the Yamato. name. Yamato. Yeah, <laughs> battleship. Battleship Yamato. I wanted. I was looking for that, but I don't even know if they have a live action full movie on that one. I think. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's not. That's not, it's not live action though. It's anime, right? And there's also like Battle of the Planets, but those are TV shows. Uh, and then there's because uh, I love that gigantic space cruiser or something. Yeah. Or other. I love that giant rifled. Barrel on the front of that battleship. Captain Harlock was another one. <laughs> yeah, well, they, and and the, it, it, the anime train keeps on a rolling. There is a million different animes made every year, so there's plenty out there if you want to choose from. I like this one. I was in love with it. I mean, if I did Ghost in the Shell, basically it would be a half hour of me just being like, Are you gonna it's go the greatest the thing in the history of ever. Are and, you gonna uh, go see the movie? Yeah, okay. I will. Uh, I have reservations, of course. It's a white chick playing a predominantly Japanese role. Thanks for that. But we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to condemn it yet. It might be okay. Um, it's tough, though, when you're a fan of something. Because I love, like I like I just said, I love Ghost in the Shell. I love loved every installment. I love the TV series. Everything. So this might be such a departure. I might be like, eh, we'll see. But you never know. Again, you never know. I know you won't go see it. I don't no. think you. <laughs> you're like there's nothing in whatsoever Only that I want to see. She's naked throughout the whole thing. I don't think she is. I think okay, she I has a uh, bumper that says, "I don't do that." that no. All right, great. Well, that's it for this week of Asian Cult Cinema. My name's Matt. With me as always, Doctor Morbius. And I have a feeling Doctor Morbius will unleash something to cleanse his palate of the wacky Asian cult cinema stylings to make the anime pain We'll go find away. out next week. We'll find out next week. Tune in! Or tune out! Or you be square, daddy-os. Those are all things that don't even belong in this podcast. Don, where are you? Asian cult cinema is br- br- being brought to you in front of a live feline audience. Yeah, of one. Destructo, the cat, is with us again today. My name's Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, and this is Asian cult cinema. Show 30. Wow, 30. Yeah, compared to all our other ones, it seems so low. You know, yeah. like Slow Robot to Go-Go is like 245. And, oh, this yeah. is the newest This is yeah. the newest baby. This is the young one because even Indie Circuit's at 145. So Already? Yeah. Oh, my. I know, right? <laughs> so anyway, it's not, qu- it's not quantity, it's quality. And this is all about uh, Asian cult cinema. And this week's choice is very... Cultish well, and cinema-ish and Asian-ish. 
Uh, you've seen this movie before? No, I haven't. I never heard of it. I loved it. Really? You never heard of it? Mm-hmm. I figured this might have been something. This was solidly. You, uh, yeah, no, and. A lot of the we were doing a lot more kung fu movies in the beginning of this show, and uh, it was always set in set in the Philippines or set in uh, Japan or China. Set in old for China. Yeah, this is solid Japan, which I loved. I was like, yeah, there we go. Uh, all the background is seventies Japan. This is starring Sonny Shiba at his Sonny Shiba ist ist. His prime, I guess. Yeah, he was thin and weightlifter and a really good uh, martial artist you know you could see the moves were I read somebody said something about that they used to criticize him because he wasn't as graceful as some of the other martial well, artists he or wasn't trying to be yeah he was just he, trying to be tough he, he wanted to be Bronson as he wanted yeah. to be Charles Bronson playing uh, 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 Bruce Lee yeah, and that's what he was I mean, he that's was, what he was yeah. he was muscular and he was more brutish you know? So this is called Karate Killers? Nope, Karate Warriors. Karate Warriors. I get that title screwed up. Yeah, that's up. Okay. okay. And it's an interesting tale. Certainly it's one we... Rem- it's reminiscent of, of, uh, of a movie with uh, <laughs> Clint Eastwood in it, right? Yes, a little bit. You know. another Japanese one, too, where <laughs> two families, two crime families, or fans are Warring factions over Warring one factions, thing, yeah. yeah we've like heard that. We've seen this tale a hundred million times in a hundred million different movies. Um... This one's great. Uh, Sonny Shiba is now he. I saw him very first time was uh, what like what did I see him? Neptune Man or he was Prince of Space. Prince of Space. He was yeah. that. He was that young guy. He was just basically a, an upstart, you know. And at that point, I don't think he was a weightlifter or a martial artist. He was just fairly yeah, fit. He was a fit actor, you know. And uh, and then he started adding this on. And unlike Jackie Chan, who who used comedy and very fluid motion. Or un- unlike, uh, you know, uh, like we said, uh, you know, of course, Bruce Lee was speed and power. Uh, Sonny Chiba was just kind of like, he he was almost like Clint Eastwood when he would walk into a scene. His presence was like that force. You know, he he commanded you to look at him. He was very stoic, didn't talk a whole lot, didn't have to. Uh, you knew you were kind of in trouble when he showed up, you know. Yeah, I mean, he had a presence and... Um I mean, you know, I I never really thought of him as a martial artist, but then I started watching the Street Fighter and this, and I go, yeah, he really is. The Street you Fighter know? was a brutal movie. Those are all of them are kind of brutal, but I remember <laughs> seeing him from the Neptune Man and Terror Beneath the Sea and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, where he I was, was like, just an actor, you know, just an actor, you know, whatever. But yeah, he was pretty tough in some yeah. of these movies. Shibasan is. Yeah, he said he really tough. bulked up because he was pretty thin in some of those yeah. older movies or whatever. He really but, loved. Yeah. Started. To, he fell in love with weightlifting and started really lifting because, and that's. Uh, Japanese culture, that's kind of almost like, um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's an oddity weightlifting. I think you so. Know, really? it, it's almost, uh, like kind of viewed, I think, uh, along the lines of being like homosexual. Oh, wow. Now, uh, now there's plenty, there's always machismo now, you know, it's, it, things have changed, but like, you know, a lot of times like that's, that was kind of the viewpoint. It was, it was not, not something you'd want. You'd rather be like Bruce Lee than you would. Uh, but Chiba some, had an American career. I mean, yeah, you know, those yeah. movies did good. And then the Sonny Chiba's Dragon Princess and, you know, stuff Dragon like that. Dragon Princess. Remember that yeah, one? I yeah. love that one. So um, it was really refreshing and great to see him again. And, and there was one scene, um, not to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to. The first fighting scene with Sonny Chiba um, after he met the samurai might be one of... It's in definitely my top, let's say, top 50 scenes of cinema. Oh, yeah? If you can believe that. he Where he takes the little kid and he chucks him into the dumpster. 
to get away from the gangsters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's really windy outside. And Sonny Chiba is pimping the 70s outfit. You know, like that yeah, brown yeah, leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do that slow motion stutter speed. And he is just laying waste to these thugs. So he's slow motion roundhouse kicking. And then he, then they speed up and like kind of kind of clutch punch. And, and, and it's the scene looks like it's anime, but it's a real guy doing it. And I'm like, oh my God. God, I was like, yeah, like uh, that freaked me out. I was like, yeah, like the win- like it, it was the most one of those epic scenes where it's like, that almost could have been like an end scene. It yeah, didn't, yeah, it didn't yeah. carry the weight of it, but the action was like perfect. I was like, I was floored. It was at like fifteen thirty. If you ever, if you go watch Karate Warriors at scene fifty at minute fifteen thirty is where this he comes out of this little warehouse where him and a kid and a samurai are just kind of like held up because they're all homeless. And he just and he starts taking out these thugs and it is the scene is glorious, it is so powerful. I loved it so much. I was like, wow, you know. Yeah, because this movie is kind of weird because he seems like in the beginning he's like a drifter, right? He's just That's all he is. He's just, so he's the man with no name. Well, he does yeah, have a name. It's he's like, Ron, yeah, he's just a drifter, Ronan. Yeah, he, he had like a funny name though, wasn't it? Like uh, 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 what was his name? It was like a, it was like almost like a Latin name, like uh. uh God, I can't remember right now. But anyway, Hold on, yeah. Well, go ahead. Keep talking. I'm gonna look it up real he quick. Show, he shows up in the town, and there's like a gang fight going on, and one of the gang guys gets like you know beat to crap, and he's like sitting there. He goes, "Hey, this guy's laying there on the floor, and he's like hurt. Anybody gonna help him?" And, and people are just standing there, <laughs> That's like, right. like, uh, what do we do now? You know? And he's like, "Okay," so he just grabs the dude by his legs and drags him to the hospital. Chico. Chico, yeah, Chico. It's Chico like, the man. Yeah, I was like, oh. Don't geez. kill yourself, Sonny Chiva. <laughs> a Chico and the man joke, man. Boom. So he, <laughs> so he drags the dude to the hospital. Yeah, he drags him to the hospital, like, on a board. Like, he's just like, ah, just, let's go, buddy. And he just drags him to the hospital. And then he finds out, like, while the guy's being worked on, that there's these two rival gangs that are fighting. Yeah, because this, yeah, this, this doctor who's operating as he's drinking liquor just dumps the ex- the exposition train pulls up and just dumps the, the cargo right on your head exactly and yeah. he's like well what happened was this guy who was re- leading the whole place who i liked a lot he died no he got sent to prison and now the two brothers took over but they split because they're looking for all this heroin and now they're fighting and i don't like either of them i wish that other guy was back oh well here's this kid now and you're like or no he, okay no see ya and he's like okay bye and he He's walking along, and then there's this little precocious scamp, because it's a Japanese movie, so there's going to be a little precocious scamp at some point. And he's fishing. He's like, oh, let me teach you how to fish. And he's like, my my dad's a samurai. And he's like, huh, really? And he's like, okay, well, here's how you fish. And then they catch a fish. And he's like, all right, this is great. And, well, see you, kid. And then it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's a strange scene. And then some woman comes by. The nurse. And the nurse comes by. And then she's like, you know, I don't know. She just comes by and says, what are you doing with this kid? And he's like, no, he's just some kid here or whatever. Mm, whatever. So, so then they split up, and then he's just roaming the streets, and then he runs into the kid again. That's This is where they got into that windy thing. It, no, before this, though, was the scene where the nurse comes home, and there's like a trollop who's like a main character of this movie. She's right. She's like banging around with the one brother. And he's drunk and being a jerk, and she's like, "No, I can't sleep with you because I'm sleeping with your brother." That's right. And yeah. you're like, "This is weird. I don't want to be here." And then the nurse comes in. And she's like, "Oh, I'm really nice." And she's like, "Well, you can't leave because remember, I paid through all this thing once your mother died." 
a lot of this random backstory that's like I don't need to know this. That that like doesn't really add anything. It's almost like this universe was they wrote it so that this universe is so tiny. It's like the world's smallest town in Japan run by the world's biggest gangsters. And you're like, I don't understand how this world exists. This universe is not real, but whatever. Because everyone knows every jo- everyone like knows everyone and keeps running into the same people. You're yeah, like, that's yeah, not how Japan is. Yeah, but, yeah. I've been to Japan. You're not going to see anyone ever again, ever. Yeah, I know. Uh, but whatever. So, you know, because now, and then, then she's like, oh, just, t-, and then there's this, there's this thread, which is obviously, okay, I understand what this is. You know, the head guy gave me this this the statue that's supposed to be you know in honor of a dead her his dead father. I don't want it anymore. You take it. Okay, I'll take it to the doctor. He liked that guy. Wink. Um, and then uh, so now let's take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back. We're gonna get into the the, the second act of this movie, which this movie goes fast. This is a fast paced yeah, movie. Yeah. This isn't this is, a lot of fighting. Yeah, good fighting. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. He, more hideous than Jack the Ripper. She, bloodier than Bluebeard. No one is safe in That Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary, filmed in Sensational Bloody Vision. Movie monsters come alive and go into the audience. You are suddenly surrounded by monsters. You become a party to the horror in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary, starring Cash Flag in bloody color. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody! All right, so we're back. Um, yeah, so now we're, we're kind of like all over the place with this movie, but it's, it, is, it is very linear. It's not like it's, a, it's, not like it's hard to follow. I'm just trying to remember it. I mean, I, yeah, because there's a lot of scenes. There is a lot of that's the other thing. <laughs> there's a lot of scenes, there's and some of them, some of them are like, why? They don't really add anything. There's a lot of nudity. Um, great. There's a lot of fighting for no reason, which is fine. These that's what the, these movies are made for. That it's almost like an exploitation movie, but it's one one step closer to cinema. You know, yeah. they they have it in there to keep you interested in between fights and boobs. You know, uh, so there's a scene now. Now he beat those guys up, and now you smash cut to a bar. Well, that's where he first meets the samurai. Well, yeah, he, well, yeah. When he he first meets the samurai, the kid's father. The kid's father. Yeah, that's right. After the scene, and that was this is the fight where I was talking about right at the beginning, saying how much I loved it. He, he so now he's just wandering around. He goes and he sees that kid that he saw, and he's like, "Hey, kid, I see you have some rice balls." Give me one. I'm hungry. And the kid like walks away, like steps back from him. And then all of a sudden, the samurai comes out with a sword and kind of and like pushes him down. But Shiva doesn't take it. He kind of fights back with him, and they're 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 fighting, but not like I'm gonna kill you fighting. Just kind of yeah, like fun fighting or goofing around, dojo fighting kind of. And then they finally eat. Then they're eating, and then um, this gang comes in. They're like, oh, samurai, we've been looking for you. And they start trying to beat him up, and he's easily taking them out. I mean, he's like, he's killing them. He's killing a couple of people with swords. Mostly, he's just knocking them out and kicking them around. And he's like, enough of And then the head guy was there. was like, enough of this. Grab the kid and go. So they grab the kid while the samurai's in there, and they run with him. And this is the samurai's kid. It's very lone wolf and cubbish, yeah, um, yeah. which is being remade by uh, Criterion. Criterion just, re- just announced they're releasing 
The Lone Wolf and Cub series. Yeah, oh, I was like, oh, Criterion. That remade, re-release. Yeah, re-release. Yeah, those are nice. They keep yeah. make, they keep finding ways to take my money from me. Well, anyway, oh, you, that, can, you can you can get go to the Criterion channel and, and uh, subscribe to it. I know I might, if I. Uh, but I, okay, so uh, so now this is where Shiva grabs the kid from the from the bad guys and literally throws him over like he a. He throws ba- the kid around a lot in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't care so much about a kid. Yeah. It's a tough world, and he's a tough guy. Yeah. Uh, boy named Sue. So anyway, so now, and this is where he does that slow motion super kicking, and and he's really beating these guys up bad. And it's what it it's a glorious, awesome fight scene. You know, there's a couple fight scenes that I I've always loved. There's one even in that in that Dragon Prince, no Legend of the Eight Samurai, where the the cherry blossoms are falling and they're killing each other, and, it, and it's so powerful. And of course the when the bride uh, is slicing up, uh, oh, uh, are you talking about Kill Bill? Uh, Kill Bill, yeah. Where, where, what's Oren uh, in the snowfall? I mean, it's a glorious scene, beautiful scene, and this one is up there with it, man. It's so, it's almost like an anime or a manga. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because yeah. it's the slow motion, but then it speeds up when he's kicking, but not regular speed, just slightly speeds up. You know, it's it's yeah, faster. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Loved it. And he beats these guys up, and then he gives the kid. He's like, "Oh, it looks like I earned my rice ball," and he eats it. Ha ha! Now they now he, you flash forward to a bar where the where this the one gang is hanging out, and this guy is like, "You think he's just raping this girl, but he's not. It's just like these bar. They're, they're rough guys. Yeah, they're rough guys, and they're being rough with these bar the bar flies. The, well, they're the they're the hostess girls in Japan." prostitutes well kind of these probably were but it's like yeah they're in this cat house and 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 Shiba just walks in leather jacket brown leather jacket from the 70s you know and he walks in and sits down yeah yeah. (laughs) he sits down and he's like give me a give me a woman and some and some beer and they're like no women are all all taking care the women are all with somebody and and you don't want to drink here so he grabs the bartender and just flips him and throws him over his shoulder and then the madam comes up and she's like, "Look, then you, you gotta get out of here." And he, he's like, "No, nah, I think I'll just take you." He starts kissing her. Yeah. And then then and a fight ensues. And a fight ensues. Well, the world's biggest Japanese guy stands up. Yeah. And he's kind of he's dressed like the guy from the Goonies. What's that? Chunk? No, not Chunk. The remember the Goonies? The the guy with the the suspenders. Never saw the movie. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, so so and and Shiba takes this guy out this gigantic japanese guy and then he's like well so am i gonna be because he's like if you're paying these idiots you ought to pay me like more way more because i'm the best guy you'll ever hire and he's like i'll give you three thousand he's like ha ah, your brother has more he's like i'm leaving I'm, I'm gonna work for your brother and then he goes over to the brothers gang the rival gang and the samurai's already positioned himself as that their head guy because he walks in he's like oh, look and oh, look i'll beat up all your guys in three minutes I'll be your head guy. And he's like, oh, can you fight the samurai? The samurai walks in and he's like, and Shiba just stands up and, and just says, no thanks, and walks away. Yeah. So he knows, he's almost like he knows his friends on that one, so he's going to go back to the other one. Because Shiba has this thing where he, like, wants to tear these apart. He doesn't want peace. He wants them to keep fighting, so they keep getting paid. They so can get, he can get keep fighting, like in, like in uh, the Yo, Fistful of what, Dollars, or, or uh, what was it, Yojimbo, Yojimbo, Fistful of Dollars, money off of him yeah. or whatever. And he's kind of telling the samurai, he's like, settle down, let's just keep, let's let, let's let's keep working this because we're both doing fine. Yeah, they're idiots. He's like, they're idiots, you know. Yeah, 
And then at some point you find out that they're like fighting because of there's this heroin yep, there's that's, that's hidden somewhere. And worth a million dollars. Yeah, one million dollars. One million dollars worth of heroin. And they're trying powers. to find out where it is. So like Chiba's pitting up, up against each other, whatever. So then he goes back to the other people. He's playing them like chumps. Yeah, basically. He is so yeah. playing everyone like chumps. And it's, it's funny because he's so like arrogant or just... He just walks in any room. He's doesn't like, give a crap. He, does, he doesn't, you know. So he goes to the other big guy. He goes, "Hey, I'll get rid of these guys for like you know thirty thousand yeah, dollars or something says like that." Crazy amount of money. And at this point, the one brother with the samurai just beat up and took one of their 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 places. Yeah. So now the brother's all angry. He's like, "Okay, I'll give you thirty thousand. And he's like, "Well, that's a start. But once you find that heroin, I'll get the rest." And he's like, "What do you know about the heroin?" Cause he slept with the girl, and the girl she told Sheba slept with the girl that was that sleeping with the two brothers, and then she's like, "Well, I'm just in this because I want the heroin too, and I got to find out who knows which where it is." <laughs> so everyone's playing everyone. There's not a likable character in any one of none of them, you know. Uh, well, the samurai's kind of his only his only code is is Bushido, is, is the, yeah, the yeah, sword yeah, code. Right, you know? yeah. But uh, so so now Sheba slept with the girl. He's like, "Okay, well, see you later." Now he goes to that boss and he's like, ah, well, since you're looking for that heroin, once we find that, um, I'm going to charge you 30000 a day or a week or something like that, and, which is an obscene amount of money, but whatever, you know. So now he's like, okay, go ahead. So Shiva goes and he, he takes out the one, all the people that took over the, the place, he cuts them up and beats them up. But then the samurai shows up and he kind of lets them fight for a while. Yeah. Then lets them leave. Like, he never really does a bang-up job for his money. <laughs> he just... Like, he fights whoever he decides he wants to fight. And then other people, he just lets... Alone. Yeah, and then like, at some point, the samurai said something. I don't know if it was before this or after this, where he goes, I know that one day I'm, we're going to have to kill each other. He said that to the kid. Cause, uh, cause, okay. okay, now this is where... Because during the fight, the uh, a swordsman, uh, uh, the bad guy, uh, who's, the, who's in the, the clan against the samurai, holds a, a knife to the kid. And, he's, and and that's when the, then Sheba's there and he's like he's like kill that samurai I'm gonna make him put down his sword he's like no I don't fight like that you're a, you're a dirty yeah I fight clean I fight clean he, he's 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 like I don't do that so you fight him and the samurai goes duck and slices the guy's kills the guy but the kid gets whacked in the in the process and cut yeah yeah and then they're still being they drag the samurai out or they keep fighting and that's when the, he Sheba ga- grabs the kid. Goes to the nurse and says, "We got to patch this kid up because the kid get cut on the leg. That's where it was." Yeah. So now she's getting, she's curing this kid, and it's just kind of like, "Oh, I love you. Oh, you're, you know, why are you doing all this stuff?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just do this for kicks, man, and money." And and then around that time, she goes, "Well, there's, there, there was like some or object that that the guy had because he finds out that there was a. Does he find out that the brother?" There was another brother that was jailed yet? Or yeah, yeah. It? Well, no, that's that's. He looks at that statue. And he's like, "Why do you have this thing here? It's it's like a it's like a, a a memorial to a grave." And that's where the nurse goes. Oh, that that was given to us by the guy who's in jail who's looking for the heroin. He was like, "Huh." He immediately takes it apart and finds the key. So that okay, we're gonna take a trailer break. When we come back, we're gonna wrap this up. What yeah, will happen? I got, I got confused as the linear. Yeah, no, it's process. and it's. There is a lot of scenes in this movie, mostly quality, yeah. fighting and boobs, but then there's, yeah. other, there's about 20,000 other scenes, too. All right, we'll be right back. 
Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make half. Or a brooch. Or a pterodactyl. Um. The path of the righteous man and defender is beset on all sides by the inequity of selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the father of lost children. And I will execute great vengeance upon them with furious anger who poison and destroy my brothers. And they shall know that I am Chiba, the bodyguard, when I shall lay my vengeance upon them. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? All right. Do you recognize that that quote? Yeah, that's a similar <laughs> that that whole vibe of that the quote from the Bible and the intent the guy who's saying it reminds me of a movie a famous mm. movie but I can't think of which one it. I think it's somebody that homages a whole lot of movies at every turn. Yeah. QT. Yeah, See, yeah, he, yeah, he homaged yeah. that one in Pulp but Fiction. But it wasn't Kill Bill, though. That's Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. That the, was a Sam Jackson scene. Yeah, but Sheba, that, that, that whole speech where he says, if you encounter God along your path, God will be cut, that's in another movie. Uh, that's word for word in another movie. Okay. Everything he does is from another, another movie. <laughs> it's a collage. It's a pastiche. <sighs> yes, Enjoy, anyway. kids. So anyway, now this is going... The, the, the wheels are coming off the cart, as they say. Because things are heating up. The, the the brothers call a truce, and they kind of figure out that ne- neither knows where the heroine is, and Chiba's kind of playing them. But they there's not really peaceful truce. In the meantime, Chiba goes to the graveyard and opens up the yeah. with a key. Because he, he took the statue apart and finds the key, and he's like, huh, okay. Then he carries some flowers, and he goes to the graveyard. Up oh, there's the heroin yeah, bag of heroin. You're like bag of heroin, bag of heroin, giant bag of heroin. He's like, yeah. yay, I'm rich. But then the, the samurai sh- shows up. Yeah, yeah, right. And and they start fighting, and he kills the samurai because the samurai's going at it. This isn't like a play fight. This is like, oh well, I knew one of us was going to find it. And now we're going to kill each other. And he kills the samurai because it was pretty viciously because he's up on like a ledge and he just jumps up with this but with his own sword, with his own sword, and he's like. Ah, yeah. one of those deals, and he just shot, hits him from like the shoulder blade down. Yeah, right through down. the ribs and kills him. Yeah, which, and you don't see anything. He sees like a little trickle of blood coming from the down from, the leg, from the leg or whatever. So, and then the kid was there. Was the kid there too? No, not happened? yet. No. Oh, not yet. The kid didn't. So know then yet. he he picks up the heroin, and at this point, the gang has converged, and he starts hacking them up. And then the kid comes over and starts crying, and he's like, "Oh, he says he's his dad's dead." Now you smash cut back to the floozy. The bad guy's gotten out of jail. Yeah, the, the Rico. Guy, Rico, the, or the guy... Rico Suave. Yeah, who who's, knows where the heroin is. He's and got knows, like one white eyeball. Oh, yeah, he's so of evil. Of course, yeah. He's killing everybody. He's out, of, he's out of prison and pretty angry with the world. He kills everybody. Yeah. And his, him and his super gang, because these guys that are with him are obviously like next level A of mean above, and nasty yeah. and just... They they're more of the, the 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 kung fu trappings where one guy looks like a monk but has the flying claw with the chain 
one guy has two nunchucks, one guy has a machine gun. You know, like this is this is the real gang where the other two are kind of playing gang. You know. Yeah. So he kills those guys and he's running away. Now the now it's like showdown of big boss man. Um, so that's this is so now we're like the kid is with Sheba. Well, they get they have oh. some scene in a train. Before oh wait, that. wait, wait, wait! We forgot the most important part. As the samurai is dying, he hands a letter and says, "Here's the address. That's right. Here's the address of the kid's real mom. I told him she was dead, but she, she isn't. Now, please take him there." And he's like, "Of course I will. You know, you're my friend." Uh, now he he takes the kid and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna go. This is your mom's address. I'm dropping you off, kid. I I'm, yeah, not, yeah, I'm not the fatherly type." And um. And while they're on the train, he lights a cigarette. He sees a the guy across from him is a chained to a to a detective, and he lights the guy. He gives the guy a cigarette and lights it for him and says, "Yeah, you you going up?" He's like, "Yeah, they, you know they got me. They're taking me up north." He's like, "Well, here's a cigarette, man. You know, buck up, bro." And they're like, "Okay, cool." And the the guy goes to the bathroom and he comes back. And he's like, "Are you on the run?" He's like, "What makes you ask that?" And he's like, "Cause there's a whole gang of toughies." Right through that door that are looking for you, and he's like, "No, oh, thanks." Grabs the kid, grabs the heroin, runs. The fight starts on the train, and then, and then he's kind of almost he, the, the bad guy's going to throw the kid off the train. He's dangling by the one leg, and the convict comes through the door and, and, and beats him up and beats him up like me viciously. And then, like, he locks the, the detective on the other side of the door and kills these guys with his cuffs on. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, thanks, brother. And he's like, yeah, you know, thanks. You know. <laughs> yeah, and then they thanks get for the off. smoke. He, yeah. he didn't care. He's just a murderer. He didn't care, really. Yeah, right. Now they get off. They go to the, mo- the go- they go to this. They find this woman on a bridge with the daughter or with a kid. He's like, hey, you're that lady. And he's like, who are you? And he's like, yeah, well, here's your kid. And she's like, oh my god. And she like, she she rejects the kid. She's like, I have a, a husband and a new kid. I ain't taking this kid. He's yeah. Bye. Yeah, right. I can't deal with it. So Chiba's like, what am I going to do with yeah. this kid? Kid's crying. He's He goes, I'm going to take you to a, ner- a, a whatchamacallit, an orphanage or something the like that. The kid goes, no. And I was like, nice. Yeah, and but then he actually tells him, hey, you know, I killed your dad, right? Yeah, he's like, I got a level with you. I killed your dad. And he's like, well, whatever. You're the best I got. He hug. And the kid's got... This is the the only part of this movie that I found really annoying was the voice of this kid. Oh. There was some woman with some weird like kind of intonation doing the voice of kids, and it was really like, it was like it was like uh, uh, Astro Boy on helium. It, it was really bad. It reminds me of the a lot of anime does that. Oh, yeah. They have like super goofy voice that that they that they give to one character to like make it stand out or something, but it doesn't work. Now all of a sudden they're getting shot at, and he's like, "Huh, that's weird." So they they hide they hide down, and he's looking up, and this is end game, end right. battle. He takes the kid, throws him into a pit, and puts garbage over top of him, and just says, "Stay here. I gotta go kill like ten guys, or I'm gonna get murdered." And uh, this is where like the guy is machine gunning him, and he kills him with a sword. And they drag him in and he lights the place on fire. Yeah. Where Coca Cola is prominently yeah, displayed. Yeah, that, that one scene we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, where he's fighting everybody and there's a big enjoy Coca Cola. You know, going like, there's three spots where Coke paid money to be. Big money. Big money because there was a Seven Up one that was hanging there and everything. Yeah. So this place is burning down, which is always my heart's right there. And he, he's killing these guys one at a time. Now it's just him and one and one eye, the, the King Evil. Yeah. He takes yeah. care of them, you know. He fights them to the death or whatever. Kills them on the beach. 
Yeah, the last scene is on the beach. Yeah. And he comes flying down on him and stabs him in the stomach with a samurai sword. And he's done with the gang. He gets the kid. And then he's like, okay, kid, what do you got? No, no, go? no, wait. Not yet. He looks over at the kid and sees the kid on a, on a, on a rock barrier scattering ashes. Oh, that's right. And he yeah, runs yeah, over yeah, and, right. uh, no, he's like, my daddy always said he wanted his ashes scattered on, right. in the ocean. That's right. <laughs> and the kid was dumping all the heroin out. And the heroin was gone and he's angry, but he's like, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, Precocious like, hey, kids. It's, it's life. Hey, you know? we're poor now instead of rich. And so the reason for the entire movie just got dumped away. Kind of like the gold Yes. Uh, the gold in, uh, in uh, what was the one? The Remember the where they scattered the gold dust? Was it the, the Clint Eastwood one? Yeah, it was in the bags. It was in the it bags. Was in the bad and the ugly. In the, in the bags and it just blew away. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So the MacGuffin of the movie, you know. So then he, he goes, okay, kid, well, we're done now, you know. And the kid, like, starts following him. He goes, like, why are you following me? And he's like, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't have nowhere to go. So finally, at the last scene of the movie, he picks him up, and they're, like, smiling, and they're walking I away know. on the beach. It was so bizarre. It was a very weird end shot. But a great movie. Yeah, it was a fun movie. This movie yeah. was powerful. Like, Shiba-san at his best, fighting like crazy. I mean, Street Fighter's probably better, but... It's gorier. Gorier and stuff. But this one was really showcased his action ability. Yeah, it did. Showcased who he wanted to be. He wanted to be Charles Bronson in Japan. That's what he did. And he did. And he was. And that he is was. to this day. Shiba-san is still very popular. He's a, he's a you know one of those national treasure actors yeah, kind of thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and... Just uh, had a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah, I, I liked cool. it more than I probably should have, but that's okay. You know, yeah. uh, real strong. Really loved the movie. You know, yeah, yeah. the fight scenes got me, and and if I love one of the fight scenes, I kind of like them all at that point. <laughs> you know, and and that one was so made me stand up in my chair like yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like I did cheering. Like the, you know? I did like the slow motioning, then the fast motioning, and yeah. I gave it an impact to it. Or oh yeah, every shot was like kind of that that. You know, yeah, you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And the wind was blowing. It was just like a perfect setup. You know, it was really good. So what, what, do, you, what do you give this one? I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I'm going to go with like a nine. Wow. Crazy town. Wow. I'm crazy with the re- review, yeah, reviews this wow, week. yeah. I gave an eight to Destination Inner Space and a nine to, to wow. Shiva-san's Karate Warrior. And when I saw the title, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of the worst things ever. And I looked at the, and I was like, oh, this has Sonny Sheba. And I was like, well, wait, he's made some real stinkers. This might <laughs> still be one of the worst things ever, Prince of Space style. And I watched it. I was like, oh, no, wait, this is a movie. And I was like, oh. No, I was watching it. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is going to be some kind of like buddy film with this kid. I go, well, what the hell? I did it already. Cop and a half kung fu style. Yeah, you know. whatever. You get to but... see 70s Japan. You get to see Sonny Sheba young. You get to see a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of, of fighting, you know. Yeah, boobs and fighting all day it long. It delivers the goods. On every level. Yeah. I loved it. I had a lot of fun. I, yeah. I was surprised. I was really surprised. I, for some reason, I thought you were setting me up for like you know cheese ball because we are re- usually all about the. Uh, I got <laughs> one plan for the future that you're gonna go. Why'd you do that? For, why'd you do that to me? Well, I, you know, after I hit you up with Vampire Hunter D, you owe me one punch in the arm. Yeah. It's gonna come sooner or later, you know. So. And it and, and it even has Scott Brady in it. We'll just leave it at that. Ooh. It's another Scott Brady, but that'll be for the future. I wish I had Greg Brady in it. Fighting, like rake fighting with Scott, you know. Oh, there was some movie the other day. It was like some, one again, on that shock 
Works channel. It was like some horror movie from the, I think it was from the Philippines, and Willie Ames was in it. <laughs> I was like from like uh, Eight Is Enough, I think, or whatever that show was. I go, oh no, oh God, help us all. Yep, anyway. perfect. All right, that's gonna be it for this week. My name is Malmi, as always. Doctor Morbius. Hey, why don't you sing us out of here, Don Sullivan? There was a mushroom, sad little mushroom, and there was a meadow ready to cry. There was a sparrow, gray little sparrow. There was an eagle, silent and high. And the Lord said, Laugh, children laugh, the Lord said laugh. Children laugh, the Lord said laugh. Children laugh, the Lord said laugh, laugh, laugh. And the Lord, he said, I created for you. I never felt any more like laughing than I do right now.